Happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Exchange Podcast with Danny Rin... <laughs> Danny Ru- Rinso. Danny Russo. Episode Peter's number Elliot. 53. So I think you're a little off there at 63. Might be 60. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Happy Friday. We are talking about home offices. Oh my God. I think that... Home offices have become a thing in home 2020. Home offices are trending. Yeah. And I think it's going to be like a permanent thing. I'm thinking the same thing as well <laughs> as my clients are. Yeah. It yeah. is nearly impossible to find a standing desk right now. Yes. I know. Because they're all sold out. Yeah. So Well, so you can make one, I guess. Well, couple I would pieces get on the of... waiting list. So the very desk, <laughs> a very desk, V-A-R-I, that's one of the yes. most popular ones. Yeah. And a lot of my clients... So my big project I'm working on right now in Texas, I've been, I thought I had it planned out perfectly. There was one thing that I didn't take into account. The homeowner is living and working on site 100%. So what does that mean? They're basically in <coughs> their rooms and the one, one works for a bank and the other one works for a telecommunications company. And lo and behold, we can't shut the power off or else something bad happens. So the other day I accidentally shut the power off and Oh no. Of course the whole internet for the bank went out. Oh, for the whole bank? Uh-huh. Oh he my god. Runs the internet system or something. <laughs> so Donnie. They, they all came running out and I'm like, "Oh my god, did that just happen?" <laughs> and it did. You were like, "I'm just unplugging the so I had to turn power back on. cord." For the saw. Well, how do you work? <laughs> like, I expected them to be at work while we're redoing the floors. How am I going to put floors in while they're doing their yeah, thing? Like, no I kidding. Get everything moved out. Oh, my, and my floors, gosh. My floors were on back order because of the situation with the COVID. pandemic. Everything's on back order. So, of course, oh my they were supposed to come when the house was completely empty, and I would have just put the floors in and done out of there. Yeah. So, floors didn't come, so we had to rearrange everything. Yeah. And now we're in a situation that we're so in. there. There's a thing that bothers me. I'm gonna have to just. This is my little pet peeve of the day with home offices because a lot of us are on Zoom, and the wall behind the person <laughs> in the Zoom call looks hideous. And I'm thinking, let's do something about this. So, like, even if that's the only wall that you hire a, somebody to do something, if you're an executive, if you're a professional like banker if you're professional and you're on zoom calls like get the wall behind your desk put together like with bookshelves or um fancy it up i and the ones that are the fake (laughs) the fake backgrounds are cracking me up i know oh my gosh i'm like you are not in rome (laughs) on a street right now (laughs) or in a garden i was on a zoom call last night and i was looking at all of the people there must have been 30 people on it and i'm thinking okay hers is cute hers is not hers looks good this one's tacky and then the people that zoom with their nose like with the zoom like it's facing up in their nose connected so my my um advice is Work on the wall behind your computer first, mm-hmm. um, just because of all of the Zoom types of things going on these days. Then as your focal point or your focal wall or your feature wall, or <laughs> we talked about that in the last podcast, um, but I think that that wall should be 
stunning. If the other walls are not, it's okay. You know, you can move it around, have a good desk, have a good chair. Um, we'll talk about soundproofing too. Um, because one of the things that you get into, and, and I don't know how many calls you've been on lately, but I call somebody at a, you know, um, medical field, like a doctor insurance company and the dog's barking. <laughs> and you know, they're home and, you know, you have the sliding door open and close and, you know, it's like, oh, someone just let the dog out. So if there's a way that you can get in a room, one of the things that you have to be careful of are the flooring um, in that room, in that space. So carpet is going to absorb sound a lot better. And we have that in our studio here mm -hmm. with where Danny is. Um, or you do a hard surface and you put a rug down in, in the room yeah. on top of that hard surface to help baffle the sound. Window treatments like draperies will do a huge number with that. So if you if you need help and you have a noisy room and a lot of what is that called, Danny? It's like back. What feedback. is it? Feedback. Yeah. Um, or you have a lot of sound bouncing around. Fabric always deadens a room. You've got to put you get more a lot fabric of echo in, in here, room. Kinda. Right. So bulletin boards that are covered with fabric are kind of nice, um, and you can cover those with a solid fabric. And that helps to deaden. There are, um, in sound studios, that's one of the things that they do is they actually take like a stretcher frame and they cover it with acoustic fabric and it can be solids, mm -hmm. um, three different solid colors. And you can put that across from you. So wherever your voice is traveling to, um, then it hits that and, and it will absorb into those sound panels. So... Um, if you are working in your room, in your office, in your home office, and it's not a big deal to be on a Zoom call, you're just, you know, you're in IT, you're on the back end of things, you're still going to have to have phone calls in, in comfortable areas. So I think the office chair is one of the most important things that you can do so your legs don't fall asleep and um, something that keeps the air circulating around your body. And yeah. like Danny said, get a desk that can you can stand up to. So a lot of my clients like to do standing desks and those move up and down. They're yeah. kind of hard to find right now. Yeah. You can find them. Yeah. You can find them in a lot of places, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, office chairs, we can talk about that. You, you can get a good office chair for like $200, but the good... The office chairs that you have to sit in all the time that won't make your feet fall asleep are, are going to be $1,200. More than that. Well. We're talking about Herman Miller now? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Herman yeah. Miller. Um, anything that is by Steelcase. Um, those, and and I just ordered. Uh, we have a lot of great office chairs lately that have come yeah. out. They're in stock. I have a, a really. But it's really hard when you have a couple that are living and working from home together i would yeah. die yeah well one has to have one room and the other or you have to share those times like oh, one's in the room for a half an hour and then the other one comes in now mark and i share an office right now and i work on the dining room table because <laughs> he's on the phone a lot 
And, you know, I just, I can't be in and out of the room a lot. So we, we have a glass door and we do sign language through the door. Like I'm leaving or, you know, get blowing a kiss or it's like dinner's ready. (laughs) I like the the glass door option so I can at least communicate with him. And I'm like, are you on the phone? (laughs) So we we're into lip reading and through that, but. That's my next one room challenge. I'm going to make an office for myself in my house. So in Austin's old room. Do you have an office in your house? I do. And I never use it. I'm starting to use it. Now you work Um, on your dining room or your bar, don't you? I do. Kitchen. I do. Yeah. I think you go to like wherever you, you know, you you get the most work done. Right. Um, and they say if you're going to get a lot of work done, like leave your cell phone in another room so you can focus. Um, I'm reading a really, really great book about atomic habits right now. Um, it's from a Columbus um, author, and I will have to look up his name real quick. But it's a great book about getting uh, work done in a very, in, you know, in a home office kind of scenario. And um, a lot of times if you're in any office, you have your phone right next to you and you're constantly seeing messages coming through and you're in the middle of a thought <laughs> and you can't finish what you're doing because you've been interrupted by whatever just popped on your phone. And that is so hard to stay focused. So right. um, that's another thing, you know, a, a good advice is to actually have a separate area for your cell phone area um, if you're going to be working. Now, a lot of times I'm communicating with clients through my cell phone. So it's sitting right in front of me along with my desktop, like Danny's doing right now. <laughs> right, now I'm sitting, right now I'm trying to ship something <laughs> to my Texas project before I forget. And I don't even know if this is going to work. He's a multitasker. Aren't you impressed? So it's so funny. So let me get the name of that author for the Atomic Habits book. I highly recommend you read this book and it will really give you a lot of very good ideas about how to be a little bit more clear. Oh, yeah. His name is James Clear. Hmm. Isn't that funny? So, but you can get it uh, narrated or... um, you can, I, I like self-help books. I read those all the time. That's like my favorite thing to do. So I have been in the middle of that. So. Are you have time to read? I like being um, read too. Oh, I, I have started a new habit of going to bed at night. I, I have my phone alarm set. That's a good thing. So at 1030, I start that process of going to bed. Um, cause I always take a shower at night to settle down. Cause I'm always really tense. And then at 11 o'clock I'll sit down and it's in my calendar actually to read. Um, and I'll read like a chapter. I'm not a big reader, but a chapter pretty much does it. So I can start to, you know, kind of calm down and settle down and, um, and then I, it's funny because I just kind of nod off, you know, it's not, and if I, if I'm really into the book, I may read two chapters, but, um, I, I've started this new routine because I was not having enough time to settle down. I would like work, 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 work take a shower, go to bed. Yeah. And then I would lay there like wide awake. <laughs> I, I can't go to sleep. And especially when you're working from home, like I can get up in the middle of the night and like, <gasps> 
I need to go check that email and see if that client got a hold of that. Did they, did, did she answer me? Like, oh, I don't know if I can make it through the whole night without knowing if she answered me. <laughs> so it's crazy. When home you offices work from though, home. it's tricky. When you're working from home, you have so much going on. There's so much to do. And then yeah. you don't know when, when do you stop? Right. And then like, when do you get to take a break? Right. So exactly. I, I question where we're going to go with this, if this is going to be lasting forever. Cause if it is the commercial real estate market, I mean, nobody's going to need a headquarters if everybody's working from home. Right. And a lot of people wouldn't allow their employees to work from home. Right. And it seems to be coming into vogue to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. And I believe from what I'm seeing and reading that the companies are adjusting to that and the employees are actually becoming more productive. Yeah. I, I had a client of mine who works for a very big corporate and she said they are, they are getting a lot more work done with yeah. people at home. So, and I think that the landscape of a commercial office is going to, you know, it's going to change if they do go back, they can't have communal areas and like Apple did, Google has done all these big companies for the millennial generation of like co-mingle everything. And now they're having to go through and build cubicles and no co-mingling and, you know, you can't eat, you'll have to eat at your desk and there's no restaurant and it's kind of crazy how we've, it's all cyclical, you know? We used to be like that. All of, all of the world is changing. corporate America has always been that way. Yeah, we're evolving. The whole yep. world is changing. So now we're going back home. So what makes, what makes your office, I, I went to a client's house last week and she said, and it was for a paint consultation. And I said, so, what color inspires you? Do you want to be relaxed in your office? Do you want to stay awake in your office? You know, what? how do you feel when you're in your office? She goes, I need to stay relaxed. I have a very stressful job. Yeah. And so I said, well, let's do, and so I kind of looked around and I saw some flower pots that had some real pretty teals. And we found out that she loves teals and blues. And I said, let's do a, a really nice tealy blue on the wall. Um, it was like a medium color, which normally you would think somebody would fall asleep in that kind of environment. Right, I'm, right, right. I'm more of let's put red in the office cause I need to stay awake. Um, <laughs> orange is good too. It's very, has a lot of vibrancy. Green inspires money, you know, thoughts about money and, um, life and feng shui. There's a lot very... of color psychology that comes into play. So I like things that are, that? you know, sometimes people want things that are light and airy. And, um, I light think, I think let's talk about lighting, Danny, in an office. What's your, what's so your my thing is you want task lighting and you know that, yeah. um, you don't want the harsh overhead lighting. Most offices are filled with fluorescent lighting and that's kind of harsh on your eyes. It's really hard. I mm-hmm. like ambient lighting in my office. I like to keep it dark. Yeah. But. I know a lot of people that work in the dark. It depends on what industry you're in. Yeah. And then if you're going to be doing these Zoom calls and everything, lighting is important for every element. So if you're going to get yourself a selfie ring or whatever, um, it really changes the way you look on on Zoom. Yeah. So it's good to have a bookshelf behind you with a few things. You want to think about what the height is of the thing of the item, whether it's art, a sculpture, a plant, you want to have that higher than your head. 
you want to be the focus of the call. Yeah, you don't want to background, have plants growing out of your head. Yeah, Robin Roberts <laughs> has the perfect one if you watch Good Morning America. She has the perfect setup. She has three pictures on one side, little something on the other side. You see her clearly. The background's solid. Nice piece of art behind her. Hmm. And go from there. But yeah. you don't want it to be distracting. I haven't seen that. Yeah. You can tell the people that have spent some time designing that wall behind them. Yes. So... And, you know, it's funny because <laughs> a year ago, we would have never been talking about this. No. <laughs> Design the wall behind your computer for your yeah. Zoom calls. Like, I, I didn't even know what Zoom was. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have been using the Zoom backgrounds. And a lot of people I've been hearing in the business world are saying not to use those. Oh, it just no. looks so fake. It is so fake. And I recommend always wearing pants when you're on your Zoom calls. <laughs> <laughs> because there have been some reboarders that I won't name names that have been caught maybe in their boxer shorts oh while they're on gosh. a there's, Zoom call. There's all kinds of like funny yeah, videos on So you always want to plan accordingly. <laughs> it's like, uh, you are in your boxers. Oh, the one girl, she went to the bathroom. She was, <laughs> she had her cell phone and she, she's on a this. call and she, he, she puts it down and I was laughing. So a great funny. lamp is always good in the background. Yep. That's for right. height a very soft light yeah don't get the harsh cold everything light. under 250 lumens yeah you 2500, really 2500 buy the lumens. buy the soft um bulb soft leds so yeah. i'm going to help a lady tomorrow with all of her lighting and mm. put it around her house so and i can't wait to see the difference but um if you can't get a ring light have your face towards the sunlight um, open up whatever windows you can. Maybe move your desk a little closer to the window. Oh, yeah, natural light's always That's good. That's a really, really pretty sunlight. So what know. makes your home office while you're working? It's nice to have plants around. Yep. You always want to have your desk facing windows so you can see out of it. Yeah. If you're facing a wall, you're going to be looking at that wall all day long yep. along with your computer screen. Put the wall behind boring. your desk. Yeah. Yeah. The, the room I'm going to have as an office is really kind of dark so what do you do to really brighten it up well first of all a centered light that's a really good size light and a lot of people do not put a large enough light in the middle of their room <laughs> and case in point overhead lighting always makes you look bad oh my gosh yeah but if if you can put like a a cool light fixture like Danny has in his office here. It looks like a um, octopus. <laughs> That's a different light. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's it's pretty big. You know, it's one of those things. It's like it's um, those wall hugger nipple lights. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Those most people everybody have. puts those in. You and don't want to like, see your overhead ton. lighting in your Zoom calls. They're way too small for the room. Yeah. So a real quick tip for lighting. Bring your light it, down to eye level. Yeah. So here's a real quick tip to figure Long out beard. what the diameter of your center light fixture should be in your room. Take the width of your room plus the length of your room and add those numbers together. So if it's 12 foot by 14, you add 12 plus 14. What does that give you? 26. You should be looking for a diameter of a fixture that's at least 26 inches. I always go 36 or bigger. Yeah. I mean, you like Danny says, like, and in the scale of what we're talking about nowadays, it's always bigger, but do not go any smaller than 26 inches in diameter because it's just not in scale. It won't look right and it won't give you enough lighting. So 
And if you can have can lights installed in your room as an overhead lighting, that helps too. Yes. Dimmable, um, dimmable can lights. Yeah, dimmable can Lighting's can always lights fun. Good. Yeah. And then you have that, that task light that is right at your computer. But I worry about people's eyes, the eyesight, when they're looking at computers all the time. And I walk, I know there are a God, lot of people that work um, with the lights dimmed behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think that's a personal kind of thing, but um, make sure that you're taking breaks on your eyes. Because um, if I sit at my computer too long and look at the screen, Oh yeah, same. I start going cross-eyed. So same, same, same. If if you can set an alarm on your phone that tells you to go get a drink of water and give your eyes a break every hour. That's a good tip. You know, stand up and um, go get some water and get your eyes away. So that will be a really, really good thing to do for yourself. Always take care of your eyes because. You know, we really aren't sure what the implications of all the computer work we're doing oh, we are going to do to us in 20 years from now. So we know. No, I'm already wearing years. glasses and my eyes have gotten worse oh, every boy. couple of years. <laughs> so, yeah, lighting's very important. I love yep. lighting is one of my specialties. I know I you do really good. He finds the coolest fixtures. I do. Yeah. But we how. now know that you look for the most unusual looking light. I you do. Can. Because <laughs> I don't want to be predictable. That's I right. like being weird. Well, you know, I'm a weirdo. I'm I'm always looking for some kind of a theme or something that is um, really cool looking. I like cool. I like sophisticated. I like classy. I like things that are you know on just. Pretty. Well, you like. I know what you I like. like pretty. You do like bling blingy else. blingy blingy. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. So. Anyway, so as far as home offices go, um, put artwork in your room. Layer the room. Get your file cabinets, which can be a nice credenza so or sideboard. we talked about flooring. We talked about the walls. Carpet. Accessories. Draperies. Lighting. Draperies. Yeah. Like the draperies you if you can have something long. Um, and, and that reduces You know, feedback. if you can light control with like a silhouette, like a Hunter Douglas silhouette or a pirouette, that's a good Blinds. blind because it's actually going to filter the light coming in your room. Light so filtering. you don't get that direct harsh light and you get a real soft light. So so that's kind of fun. And last of all is smell. Get some you great got, candles. You got to have a great scent. Essential oils. Get yes. calming essential oils. Yeah, Lavender is a very good essential oil to keep you calm. If you need something to keep you going, I would say something like a lemongrass um, I douse myself that's... in lavender. I just <laughs> put it everywhere. I can't Calming. lavender. <laughs> I one of my friends said that their husband was always so stressed out driving, so she took lavender and soaked it, <laughs> soaked lavender in like rags and threw it oh, under boy. the seats of her their car. Of course. <laughs> so she would keep him calm as he drove. I thought that was so funny, but it is good to, if you're in an environment where you feel like you're tense all the time to keep, keep those essential oils around. So, well, you're listening to design exchange. This episode has been about home offices. It's a little short today. Well, if anybody has any questions, yeah, send us go an ahead email, and follow the Design Exchange on yeah. Facebook. Yep, we're happy to answer those questions and follow me on Instagram. Yeah. You say you probably already do. Melinda's Melinda Fine Designs. Fine Designs, I-N-T.com.
Find Designs INT on Instagram. ShopFDI.com. Good job, Danny. I like that one. <laughs> I'm DannyRecent.com, DanielHome.com. There's so many dot coms. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're full oh, of them, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> so many dot coms. It's kind of fun. All right, you so, guys have a great weekend. We're wrapping up. All right. Anything else you want to add? See ya. Bye. Bye.